This is the shirt I got. Oh wait. Uh, what? It's my body. It's my choice. It's it says under the boobs. It's my body. And it looks like Tim's <gasps> choice. Nice. Oh shit, that's so cute. Yeah. I like that. It's Memo. a good shirt. Memo. I got a discount, but I have to like wear it on my Instagram account. Oh really? <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> that's oh my funny. god, Snee, you're out here getting. You're an influencer. In- that's the influencer shit right there. Oh yeah, remember me, kids. You're a freaking influencer. Remember oh. us when you're famous, now that you're famous. Oh, my God. Just making sure. This I'm is recording. our first time doing this. Cool. Oh, really? I'm sorry. No, oh, it's no, cool. Oh, no, it's cool because I've experience. always wanted to test this out, and this is a perfect avenue. Yeah. That was the word you chose. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, now you can Skype podcast with anyone. Yeah. Let's get God on the phone. Good thing he friended me. A barrel refill, Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Uh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. And welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is the morning after. <laughs> it's a year old joke. For um, <laughs> Amityville Horror. Yes. The Amityville Horror. And we have our friend Sydney Lawson is back. Totally in the room. In the room with oh. us. Oh my God, Sydney. Hello, she just everybody. took off her pants and started pissing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross, Sydney. Don't do that in their home. <laughs> when you gotta yes. go. Don't piss in our go. home. Oh my god, and now she's just giving everyone the middle finger? That's crass. <laughs> These are all things done in love to show my friendship. <laughs> all right. But for real, Sydney is calling in. This is our first time having somebody call in, so if her audio sounds different, that is why. Yeah. Because my time is more valuable than yours. <laughs> yes. That is arguably correct for me that's true <laughs> i'll give it to no, her no, no. <laughs> um so Sydney is calling in from a lovely town called waterville ohio <laughs> it's a lovely place to be never heard of her it's near toledo um so uh, uh do you guys have any thoughts on whether you still feel the same way about the amityville horror as you did when we were recording while we were drunk Yes. I still feel the same way. Okay. I'm a little more calm about it. <laughs> but <laughs> I uh, I still agree with my statements. They still stand. Why are you more calm now? I'm not drunk and horny. Oh, okay. <laughs> but So we don't need a, another horny corner No, segment. we don't. But they're still hot. When I was writing my review this weekend on Letterboxd, I was like, mm, still hot. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Molly? Um, I don't really, I haven't listened to that episode yet. I've been really busy. Um, but I feel like I've seen, cause I've seen it twice. Yeah. I saw it in yeah. theaters with you. I saw it again. I kind of forgot about it. I was like, oh, that's a movie I've seen. <laughs> right. I like, oh, I certainly did see the Amityville horror. I still really like the house a lot. That's maybe the thing that stuck with me the most, but I will say, I wish there was like a more clear like haunting or possession storyline yeah i don't know i wish it was like 
explained more like what was happening to the family right because that's something i really like in ghost movies when there's like the big reveal and then they solve the problem and then everything's like fine Mm -hmm. but this one they kind of just left which is the more realistic solution yeah so i think it's like neat that it's like okay i can't like be mad at what these characters did because they did what they were supposed to do right but i also can't be like oh you idiots didn't well i mean it's like it's realistic but is that a good story for a movie no yeah what about you sydney have your thoughts changed (laughs) bless you so this is gonna be a big plot twist but i like the house shot now (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) What? i was listening to it again and you were talking a lot about structure or what was it pacing and when i first watch a movie i'm always just so focused on the camera work so i don't really think about story also there was a lot happening so i missed a lot of the story that was happening yeah sorry about that and i mean i was very drunk too so (laughs) yeah hard to focus but uh i when i thought about pacing again and took a step back i think that like you guys said the story the window shot framed the story pretty well no pun intended (laughs) Um, (laughs) wow do you do improv in toledo yeah, Toledo Improv is a thing. <laughs> um, so looking back at the structure, I kind of changed my mind a little bit. I still think it was a little heavy-handed, but I think that it did a good job of establishing the pacing and setting up a good flow. Right. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I was never annoyed really by the house shot i I thought i thought it was like just establishing hey the house is evil i don't know but yeah Yeah, and also i think sam said it there were as the story progressed it did change a little bit there were filters they were adding which also uh mixed it up a bit yeah so it wasn't just the house right um so yeah i i mean i still feel the same like I am still kind of meh on the movie. Uh, Wrong. (laughs) um, But I did want to bring up, like, some of the stuff that I talked about in the episode regarding, like, what I thought was the actual story. I was actually getting confused because um, I I didn't know anything about this, the Amityville horror, but, like, what I was thinking about um, when I was talking about the red-eyed demon, like, sexually assaulting people in the house was like an actual a a different story that i read also like talking about how it's been um uh, debunked and stuff um i was talking about uh another because ed and lorraine warren were um investigated the amityville horror like after the family moved out in real life and um i was actually thinking of a different ed and lorraine warren investigation um (laughs) which is uh it's the snedeker family and it's like it's the i think there's a book on it called a haunting and i think a tv miniseries called the haunting and also the haunting in connecticut the movie um is based on the storyline and in that one like the author of the book like 
was openly like, yeah, um, it was like basically all made up. Like Ed Warren was like, gave me like, I got some details from the store from the family, but the family like couldn't keep uh, any of their, like their story straight at all. And like Ed Warren was like, yeah, you have some of the details, just make up the rest and make it scary. And so the author has come out and said like, yeah, this is all completely fake. And that was like that, um, was a story where like people were being assaulted by the demons or so-called and yeah uh that's what i was thinking of when i was talking about that i wanted to talk about the um real life story and some of that because i feel like i was thinking about it and i think like part of the um like why this movie feels like it has a bunch of disconnected stuff might be just because it's based on uh like a a book which is based on a true story so like all those different aspects of it might just be trying to adapt the book and so i looked into it and there's a lot in the book that's like not really in the movie um but uh a lot of it is similar um apparently (laughs) I did a lot of research about the book. Um, so, okay. So one of the things was it was built on Native American ground, mm-hmm. which is, is that also, real? It, well, that's in the book too, but apparently this, a lot of the book, basically anything that can be debunked has been debunked about the book. <laughs> like everything except <laughs> their oh, like lived so experience has been debunked. Like they claimed, um, the locks, the, um, a lot of the locks on the doors and windows were broken. Um, but people went in later and like, it was, it was like, there was no damage on the locks and they were also the original locks. They hadn't been replaced. Um, and then there was, uh, apparently at one part in the book, they find, um, the footprint of Jody, the pig monster, um, in the snow and like people researched it and they're like, yeah, there was no snow on during that time when they would have found the footprint. Um, and then there's, so the native American grounds, um, the nearest, like they, they said that, um, it was from like, uh, a Shinnecock tribe. Um, but, uh, the nearest Shinnecock tribe settlement was 70 miles away um, so that's completely made up. Um, so I yeah. feel like I know the correct pronunciation of that tribe name and Shinnecock. I don't, I can't think of it, but it just, that just doesn't seem right. Anyways, continue. Um, and then there was the witch guy, John Ketchum, um, <laughs> I hate that name. uh, which they claimed that like John Ketchum used to live there. Um, and he was a witch and John Ketchum is a real guy. Um, there is like historical record of him, but he, there's no record of him anywhere being anywhere near Amityville or being a witch or a reverend or, um, or having tortured Native Americans or any of the things that they claimed about him. So all of that is made up. Another (laughs) aspect is the, um, priest, uh, storyline, the priest, there's also conflicting stories about the priest because so there's apparently there's a lot with this story because like the the Lutzes still like say that it was real and they like had a lawsuit with um other people um like basically like the the makers of the movie and stuff um 
there there was a lawsuit and apparently um there's a signed affidavit from the priest saying that he only talked to them by phone and never went to the house but then there was like a documentary um like a show um in search of which was hosted by leonard nimoy where um they investigated like just random unsolved mysteries and stuff and they have like the priest they had the priest on the show like as a talking head but he was like um it was anonymous so he was like in black and like with his voice distorted and he said that yeah he said that he went to the house and like tried to bless it and then like heard a male demon voice saying um get out and then like he left um but the fly stuff was um different like the fly so they claimed that there were flies all over in one specific room which it turned out was was a, a room that um the guy who killed his family had killed people in so um but like that cool. was unconnected to my childhood home had a lady bug infestation in the living in the laundry room so so was maybe there someone died there, there. yeah <laughs> oh <my God>. absolutely <laughs> yeah um yeah there's a lot all of like basically everything that can be um proven wrong has been <laughs> proven wrong about the story um the lawyer so uh the lawyer so the original guy who killed his family in that house was ronald defeo jr and his lawyer apparently met with the lutzes like after they moved in and um the lawyer ha- there's a quote from the lawyer saying that they made up the story over wow. a- many bottles of wine is what he says and like uh, I found like the newspaper like on Wikipedia if you like hit the sources um you can find the newspaper article and it like it just says he talks about how like he met with them and they were like asking him questions and he was like giving details about um the murders and stuff and they like the way he described it it felt like they were like connecting stuff and then bringing stuff up saying like because he told them where the bodies were and they were like oh yeah that's where we saw a bunch of flies and so the lawyer claims that um uh they made it up together over drinks so i love it yeah wow. don't trust any movie Mm-mm. right that's like that million little pieces story how like they just completely ripped it apart what is it's like the memoir about the guy who struggled with addiction right and, um he wrote like a memoir about like his struggles and it like was the one of oprah Winf- like oprah winfrey's book yeah of the month. i remember that um he like very famously a lot of stuff got debunked about stuff right. in the memoir so it's like kind of the go-to example yeah like they talk about it and it's always sunny oh when yeah, like yeah. dennis has the memoir that like you don't want a million little pieces scandal <laughs> on your hands right <laughs> my thoughts on all of that if you're gonna just make something up to put in a book yeah don't like market it as events that actually happened well that's what gets the sensationalism though i agree i understand that but But it's wrong (laughs) yeah i don't think it's fair to lie to your audience in that way Mm -hmm. um because it's not like the work that's doing it it's like you're telling somebody like right false shit they still to this day they claim that it was real and like the lutzes have taken polygraph tests and um they it came out that they weren't lying according you can to the polygraph also very easily fake yeah. one of those if you polygraph know how to tests do it. aren't that gr- like they're not good. even allowed to be admissible in court anymore yeah really yeah because they're bullshit yeah, cause, it's fake science yeah huh yeah absolutely fake science because aren't you like if you're already nervous and like that stuff does make you nervous um, right yeah um 
I just want to bring up while you were talking about the history, I looked it up and you did pronounce Shinnecock right. That is exactly how you pronounce it. Nice. Oh, thank God. I was wondering. I was curious. Yeah. Also, even the actors didn't believe the story. They were like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we totally didn't think it was real. <laughs> I saw that in the IMDb trivia. They didn't record in the real house, right? No. Okay. No, it was on set. So there were stories that, um, um, like weird stuff had happened on set, but that was all made they made up that up to sell tickets by the production. I yeah. saw that. That's so fuck. I love that shit. Like a little bit, but also like it's just feeding into the, like making stuff up about right. this Amity thing. It feeds into the like realism. But you love creative. Promo- it was like in Killer Clowns episode oh, with RG yeah. how we were talking about like if that was promotion for it, like right. and stuff like that. Like you gotta love the creative fucked up shit. Or isn't it like oh, in yeah. um it's i want to say it's either omen or three men and a baby or it's maybe none of those have oh, that boy three in men the and a baby yeah, yeah. and they're, they're like it's well, the boy that yeah. was haunting the house but that's it's what they it's actually just a cardboard cut out of someone <laughs> random yeah yeah um As a consumer i hate the people making shit up to sell things right and uh hurting the integrity of the piece but then as a content creator, I would totally lie just if it would mean I would get more viewers. <laughs> yeah. It's a little fib. Well, I think the right way to do it is like Blair Witch or like found footage stuff where it's like, it's like, it's claimed that it's real, you know, but like we know that it's not real. It like, starts off by being like, this uh, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like Blair Witch is like a good way of trying to be like based on a true story this is actually found footage well, I mean, and stuff. the most famous case of based on a true story is texas chainsaw massacre hands yeah, down completely. hands down most famous thing i well i would say at least as somebody from texas because you like un- for a lot of people until they're adults think that that actually happened and it didn't it was no like it didn't even the stuff it's based off of didn't even happen in texas no chainsaw was involved nothing but as a kid I was told by people like my peers that like the real Leatherface was in a Dallas prison and like like it's a huge like woven fairy tale that like everyone right. I grew up yeah. with. So like the the marketing works in the sense that like if you do it well enough, it'll just stay a legend. And right. I mean Amityville is a legend now, even if they made all that up. Like yeah. it's not gonna go away. It's gonna continue to be a scary story. No one else who lived in the house has ever experienced no, anything yeah. paranormal. No matter how much you debunk so. it, people are gonna continue to tell the story. I so. like I hate it as just like a skeptic because I'm like you're trying to because I don't believe in ghosts or anything. So like for me, it's like if you lie and like make it up, that's just gonna make more people yeah. believe in ghosts. Which I. I, yeah, oh I hate it for the opposite reason. It's not because if you're lying yeah. about a ghost haunting and it's not real, it um revokes the credibility. Right, of yeah, how I see it. Yeah, like oh. it's just taken away. If a real haunt did happen, you wouldn't take it seriously because right. you're like every other haunt's fake. I also heard um there's this short film coming out called Getaway. Um, I heard on that <laughs> set it was like haunted as fuck, <laughs> and that the director got Lyme disease, that which is hit, super that set fucking was gross, demonic as fuck. Somebody got like burnt really bad <laughs> on that set by a fog machine. <laughs> this guy is haunted to this day. That production should be shut down. It sounds toxic. <laughs> they should. I mean. <laughs> we should have unionized gotten some help because I've already spent like 10 hours doing sound mixing for it I'm so proud <laughs> of you God. Sydney I hate wow. editing so do you have any other stuff did um, you have any other research that's all that I had basically Sid, do, do you? that's so cool I know Yeah. 
So do you have any like you did more research things that you wanted to talk about? First heard about it. Um, <laughs> not really. Just that my general impression is it's kind of forgettable. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Like, but there's not too much that I remember. Like when we were talking about when I was listening to the podcast, I was like, oh yeah, that happened. That happened. Biggest takeaway is that nuns were that nun was playing with kids on the basketball court you oh yeah i cracked up in the recap when we were like sid being the nun and we were talking about the nun visiting and she was like yeah i'm absolutely dunking on these kids (laughs) (laughs) we're like not that part sid (laughs) you were so ready (laughs) yeah that's that's what i'll carry in my heart from now on sid remembers the nun dunking and the lens flares <laughs> i mean the two arguably the two most important parts of the movie no the most important parts of the movie <laughs> were Margot kidder's leg warmer <laughs> leg warmer and her biceps and her biceps <laughs> do you guys do the biggest takeaway segment we we usually just say like what lasted well we talk about like what like lasted with us and like if it stuff with us and stuff so but i mean yeah let's do that let's takeaway? just do that for this one yeah, yeah. Sydney, what's your biggest takeaway? Um, uh, I'm trying to put mine in words. Just that we can be making movies better. (laughs) I want that on a (laughs) t-shirt. We can be making movies better. Honestly, I would wear that because that's a true statement. But, okay, so... I love seventies because what we're given now in today's movies is seems kind of even with indie movies seems like the same structure and the same beats that we're hitting, but with movies from way back when, which was just the seventies, it's not that long ago. Right. But uh, there's clearly a difference yeah. in things that are happening, and it'd be cool to think more out of the box like that. That wasn't at all about the plot. Am I right. doing this wrong? No, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I think, like, we've watched a few 70s movies on here. And just, like, in our daily life, we've watched more. But um, they do... I feel like 70s, like, these kinds of horror movies are a lot slower than they are these days, I feel like. And oh, they're yeah. a lot less... I don't know. Um even like the Amityville horror was a very successful movie. Um, but it definitely would not like a movie that's similar to it made these days would not be anywhere near as successful, but like audiences in that time, like really liked it. So like it's, yeah. Um, I feel like seventies movies are a lot slower and like just the structure of them are, much different from how we watch movies like in the present day so that's a really good point to bring up i think any movie that is a slower paced not jump scare filled quote horror movie is never gonna have a universal love i can see it with amityville the shining midsummer i was gonna fucking say it we watched hereditary (laughs) yesterday 
like hereditary is frightening yeah but no movie has well yeah but like i think like these slower paced horror movies like you clearly haven't seen the goonies (laughs) i have not it's a really good movie oh my god Um, harish wait i'm sorry can i just you haven't seen the goonies i have not i have it on dvd why was that the one that you said because the goonies is such a good movie um clue (laughs) and it's josh brolin yeah we got another brolin (laughs) um but no like they're like huge fans of film and horror are gonna like fucking eat it up but then like regular people are probably gonna be like nah be you you know what i mean for the most part or yeah. or vice versa it doesn't like it's like there's such a actually that statement is incorrect because like i'm a huge fan of horror movies and i didn't eat midsummer up and i didn't eat the shining up but i loved amityville and i love hereditary even though Essentially, The Shining and Amityville, very similar stories. Hereditary and Midsummer, very similar stories. But, like, it's like. I don't know what point I'm making. I'm just saying these slow movies, you're never going to have a room full of people that all agree they're good. Like, I don't think it's possible. You you didn't like Hereditary and Midsummer? I like Hereditary. I don't like Midsummer. I gulped down Midsummer. (laughs) Yeah, you did. With these sacks of shit. No, I did not. I saw it by myself. But which like, was sad i think my point is being that like no, no matter how like because like i think i'm really fixated on the fact that the shining is really well liked and this movie is not but to me they're like the same and uh they're not the same. they are to me they're like no, the same they're completely different they're like the same i don't even I think, think you can put the shining in this movie no. like in the same it I would be like i would comparing the I don't goonies know. to fucking princess and the frog it would be like comparing It Follows and the um the one that you like. The I want to edit franchise. my statement. Princess and Final the Frog is just the yeah. first movie that I Excuse thought of. Excuse you. Princess and the Frog is a great movie. Amityville Horror is a great movie. <laughs> I think it's great. And I don't think it's Final I, Destination I level. Okay, wait. I, I'm, I missed everything. Are we shitting on Final Destination? <laughs> no. What Final argument Desti- did I accidentally start? I'm sorry. With my Midsummer's absolutely good. zero point. Final Destination is better. <laughs> it's hot girl summer, and bitches. Go ride a roller coaster. Um, I was not making a point, really, now that I'm anyway. thinking about it. I'm just talking about... I've been watching a lot of slow movies, and they have. I have not collectively liked the group. <laughs> Would yes. you argue that The Shining is everything The Big Bang Theory is not? No, um, men suck. Like, I mean, they both prove that. In a way, <laughs> what did what were you saying? Do you think in like ten years we're gonna get like a DVD set of Hereditary and Midsummer oh, together? Absolutely. Yeah. The Ari Aster collection. No, he's gonna make a third movie and then make like nothing else. I can't wait oh, till yeah. they put the princess and the frog with the Goonies. With the Goonies. I, w- I don't know why I said Princess and the Frog. It's literally the first movie title that popped in my head. I bet you can find a Sh- Shining Amityville duo pack. That. You've never seen the Princess and the Frog? No. I haven't either. Oh, it's so good. Anyways, um, I didn't make a point. Just keep- I thought I was making a point, and then I realized that I was disproving my point in my mind as I was talking. I think the so only long. similarity between the Shining and Amityville are that They're they slow. are both slow. And they're, and about they're both deaths. about men going crazy going and trying crazy. to kill their families. <laughs> Yeah, but like, it's still like completely different. <laughs> Molly, I'm just, I'm just thinking about different movie titles. Um, and the first one I could think of again was an American Tale. So I don't love that don't movie. talk to me. I'm not think I'm not adding anything to this conversation. Um, That's a so my final takeaway <laughs> is that <laughs> I'm sorry, Fievel. <laughs> oh my god. 
What's your biggest takeaway? I didn't have my, one. Go my ahead. final takeaway is that don't lie about paranormal stuff. And if you're going to lie about it, like try to be realistic or at least make it interesting like Blair Witch. I don't know. Yes. My takeaway is that you should watch um, The Goonies segueing <laughs> into an American tale and topping it all off with um, Princess, Princess in the Front. I actually think that would be, That'd be have delightful. some flow. That would be a delightful. There's some flow afternoon. there. Also, the rats of Nim, fucking terrifying. The secret movie. of Nim. Oh, the second one. Whatever the up. second one is, is terrifying. With the green eyes. Yeah. Oh. I was like, I don't want to be experimented on in a rat asylum. I'm sorry this Thank turned you. into this, but Do we have. <laughs> I won't apologize. Other, uh, other actual point. horror recommendations related to uh, the Amityville. secret of Nim. <laughs> Honestly, um, all, my, another one of my takeaways is um. The whole time I was watching this, I wanted to rewatch um, American Horror Story, um, the House Murder House. Yeah, because yeah. I love that season. It's one right. of my favorite seasons of TV ever, and it's so much better than this movie is in terms yeah. of like haunted house and descent. It is descent into madness, and um, there's a wild cast of characters. Yeah, there yeah. Is. and I think what I also like, and that this movie missed a little bit for me, is all the characters in Murder House are really, really developed, and you get backstories for a lot of them. Right and all that but this like they bring in random characters and one of them's like she's like oh i'm kind of a psychic when like you don't yeah, really like get yeah, into that yeah that was weird and there's a nun and like they're just related to nuns and these priests are like there it's just yeah you don't get to get into the lives of a lot of the characters that aren't the immediate family right so i feel like why bring them in if they're not going to be like more developed or important or like the brother mm-hmm. who's getting married, you never see him again after the wedding. We just needed his money. That's it. Yeah. Right. Um, I will say this makes me interested to watch the remake with Ryan Reynolds in it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people really shit on that movie, but I feel like a lot of people also shit on this movie. So I right. want to see like what's the what's the differences like, you know. Yeah. Is it actually bad? Is it better? Do yeah, they complete some of the storylines? I was reading like I, I saw stuff mentioned about the remake when i was like doing research um and i think they like uh developed the actual like reason for the haunting more yeah because i remember i think i've seen it a long time ago and i think i remember there being like more details and i'm like what happened with all this stuff and i thought i had seen the original what about you sydney any any other recommendations that you can think of uh i'm not a good horror person i will i do need to watch the shining still and you brought up the ring molly and the drunk podcast version of this hmm. so i need to watch that i'm reading that book the book is very different yeah very very different book? yeah it's very good but it is fucked up fucked up <laughs> not in like the fun horror way it's just a fucked up story <laughs> i will not read that i mean it's a good story but yeah um uh i <sighs> Well, we watched uh, the haunt the uh, oh my house God. on Haunted Hill remake, and it's this weekend. Well, the first half is like all right, yeah. and then it just completely goes off the rails, and then and it's, it's over so in bad. ten minutes. <laughs> um, and that is kind of a merging of like it's kind of Clue mixed with a haunted house story, that like so exactly it's kind of like it. this movie mixed with Clue, but like very very bad like even worse than amityville i i didn't like it even as much as amityville horror it's one of my lowest rating movies yeah on my it's pretty bad but if you're interested check it out it's it's 
it's a fun time I think for the first a, half. I think it's a great movie for this podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is an absolute <laughs> great movie for us to cover but, for this podcast. Yeah, specifically. Does it have any connection to Haunting of Hill House? No, no. no. House on Haunted Hill was a movie that Vincent Price did. Oh, is it a Vincent Price two thousands reboot? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, what a niche. Yeah. And Jeffrey and the main Rush character... is designed to. Well, accidentally, he looks yeah. like him. His, his name Price. is Stephen Price, and he looks like Vincent Price. Right. Oh wait, we talked about this. Wasn't my trivia? We talked about it for a minute in um on the mat on Matt's episode. Yeah. 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 Sydney. Other movies that fall into that niche are um, House of Wax, which was originally a Vincent oh. Price movie that turned into a 2000s reboot. And it's a work of art. It fucking slaps. So it would... Is that like a wax museum that gets haunted? Kind of. Yeah. Not really. Sydney, when you come down, I'm going to make you watch House of Wax with me. Because it's a great movie. We also have an episode on House of Wax. I oh, yeah. Which is a four. very fun episode. It is or the five. best thing that we have watched on this podcast it's so five. far. <laughs> it's awesome. We really found um, ourselves that night. Anything else? I don't know. Wax figures creep me out. What? Wax figures? This one will make yeah. them creep yeah. you out even Whoa, more. Man. <laughs> Whoa, Nelly. All right, we've really win. gotten off yeah, topic here. We have. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, if you came for linear content, haha. <laughs> look at a calendar, podcast. bitch. Um, do you then have any? Why are you listening to a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, do you <laughs> have any plugs, Sydney, that you want to? Like your Twitter. Follow me on Insta, Sid Lawson Eight. Oh yeah, Twitter. you're an influencer now. Is that is that what you meant by plus? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Twitter at anything Sid else? Lawson. At Sid Lawson. Um, Breach was talking. So I'm just gonna say that again. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, watch the Getaway when it comes out. I heard that's a really good movie. The short film that was fraught with. <laughs> haunted hauntings on set hauntings and medical disasters <laughs> i heard somebody's car story. broke down the second they pulled into oh the cabin oh my god that happened too jesus christ there was I actually a lot of stuff of, that went wrong i heard one of the production members got a flat tire probably demonic stuff oh yeah it was definitely a demon that caused that <laughs> um okay so, uh, some production members just like couldn't poop the entire time they were there <laughs> We have a great definitely demon some stuff. demon shit. <laughs> um, and demon shit. Uh, I think uh, is that all your plugs, Sydney? Come see my sketch comedy show August 9th and sixteenth in Toledo, Ohio. Nice. You can go to glasscityimprov.com dot com for more details. Yay! And then, uh. Okay, and then for us, we have our normal plugs that you can listen to on a normal episode. Wait, I changed my at. Can I share it? Sure. Oh, yeah, you did. I was trying to find you today, and I got pissed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I changed my at on Twitter. It's kind of temporary, but maybe not. Um, it's at Midsummer Queen. Uh, that's a <laughs> Midsummer reference. I'm shocked that that wasn't taken. <laughs> I got. I saw the first showing of that movie. Oh, yeah, Wait, oh, you're wow. right. So you got I it got the first wave of showings, man. Wow. Holy shit. I tried to be Midsummer May Queen, but that was too many letters, and I was like, whatever. So I'm at Midsummer Queen on Twitter. Good I was stuff. fully expecting you to say at Banana Grams Queen. Oh my god. I do have another plug. Banana Grams? <laughs> Banana Grams is one of the best games ever made. I played it for the first time at Sydney's house in Waterville, where she is right now. 
Um, and before Wednesday, I was like, oh. Please don't dox Sydney. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, we can bleep, we can bleep oh, out the fine. two times I've said Waterville. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, I play banana grams at Sydney's house. And um, before Wednesday, I was like, oh, scrabble letters in a banana pouch. <laughs> Whatever. And then we played banana grams, and it was the best thing I've ever done. We put on lo-fi, hip-hop. Yeah. And it was just so much fun. So since then, I've been playing... I've I play it all the time. It's so much fun. It's all I care about is more bananagrams. <laughs> I played it today. I'm going to try and do one full round using all the letters every day to keep my mind nimble. I love okay. that. That's so cool. Thank you, so Sydney. Cool. Um, so I guess that's, yeah. Um, that's it. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hold on. Did you guys, did you guys do your plugs? Uh, we do them on every episode so we don't do them here we usually yeah. don't change our ads and discover life-changing banana-based games so that doesn't happen every episode no <laughs> you're lucky <laughs>